Tower of Babel, when Nimrod got the known humanity to congregate, to build a tower, to defy God. This is what I'm telling black folks globally, not just African Americans. You look in the scriptures, you see that when other races sin, they sin against God, all right, but indirectly, by sinning or by hurting other people. But when black folks sin, they go directly against God. Why? So we're going to build a tower. So if he ever thinks about destroying this earth again, we're going to climb on our tower and defy him. So when you see what's happening to African countries, we have all the natural resources. We have everything. And yet, we have the smartest people on earth. But we're being oppressed by dumb leaders. Being enabled by the West. Why? Somebody should be asking questions. But people are saved through the Holy Ghost, got PhD, but when it comes to the spiritual things, they're just as daft. Why? Why can't we ask the right questions? But watch. So God split the languages. He said, because you couldn't stop him. So you couldn't. He says he saw that there was no way he could stop these people. They had the wisdom. You can see where man had fallen from. They don't have modern technology, but God said that they can actually build a tower that can defy him. So he split their communication. And I believe split the races. Hallelujah. Watch, I'm going somewhere. I'm coming back to this song. That's what I'm telling you. Now watch. That is why every attempt of human beings to get together to have a solidarity that's outside of God always leads to another idolatry and problems. Amen. That the only way God approves of man coming together as one is in nations and in his kingdom. Amen. But in nations, they get all kinds of problems. Every nation gets all kinds of problems. The light-skinned folks are, you know, are oppressed by the dark-skinned folks and the thin people oppressing the fat ones and the, uh, all kinds of prejudices. Uh, the tall against the short, the short against the tall. And we're fighting about everything and everything. But watch! And God raised up a kingdom through his son and gave us a taste 
of what heaven will be like. And released only one word on earth that means the same thing in every language. Hallelujah. It don't matter what language you speak. It don't matter what nation you come from. It don't matter whether you are white or black, yellow or green, whatever you is. <laughs> come on, Ebonics, for those of you out there. It is. I cannot hear you. It is. That's what we are singing this morning. Somebody says the heavenly language. Benny Hinn said that when we get to heaven, we shall speak Hebrew. I don't know how he knows that. But it don't matter. Let me just get there first. Whatever they are speaking, I would automatically start speaking it. God but at least I will take this one that God gave to us on earth you see even through the years when I'm ministering to people to receive the Holy Ghost and they can't I just tell them now start saying hallelujah and before long they both start speaking in tongues hallelujah come on just practice a little bit Lord I thank you hallelujah I give you praise hallelujah I thank you for miracles hallelujah I thank you for breakthroughs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I give you praise. Hallelujah. No matter what it looks like or how tough it is. Hallelujah. I put a shout. Hallelujah. Over it. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. seconds and thank God for America thank him that you are here whether you're born here or not thank him that everything God has done belongs to you everything God has blessed America with belongs to you hallelujah Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank Him that your, His glory will rest on you to prosper in America. You're going to stand up for God in America. You're going to stand up for God in America, in your family, in your neighborhood, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. If you seek the peace of this country, prosperity will bust forth in your life. Hallelujah. The glory is moving. He's telling you this is what God wants. Hallelujah. No, 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 come. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I figure the Holy Spirit said, get a veteran to pray. So I figure, well, there's no better veteran than this one. point of contact. Come on, stretch forth your hands this way. Father, bless all the veterans in this nation, particularly the injured. Hallelujah. Those with amputated limbs, those in wheelchairs. Lord, we remember their widows, those that died in battle. 
May Elder Bobby be their point of contact. Let your glory, Lord, fill this nation today. Send angels to all these families today. Hallelujah. Not just, hallelujah, financially, but in the glory. Touching them, comforting them. Hallelujah. We give you praise. The honor and the glory, hallelujah. We take America back from the liberals. We take America back from the secular humanists. We take America back from witches and warlords. We take marriage back in this country. We decree that the unborn shall live in Jesus' name. Father, we celebrate it in the name of the Father, Son, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost and the Redeemer of the Lord. Shout it three, amen. amen. Romans 8.18, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for, waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For when a man see it, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Now, skip down to verse 31. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, Hallelujah. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather that is risen again, 
who is even at the right hand of God, who also make it intercession for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. I didn't plan originally to read as far as I did. But when I read this last part, I want to just throw out everything I was going to say to you and preach this last part. I was thinking, am I this indestructible? Did you see the list of the things he just said that will come at me from everywhere? But they won't be able to separate me. Hallelujah. My God. This calls for a a celebration. He said that, that there is a supernatural glue between me and my Lord Jesus Christ. Even though I may feel like I'm in the dumps. And there are all these challenges and, and demons that are attacking me from everywhere. I may even feel that I'm backslidden. But he said there's something holding me. Some of you, you haven't heard of it. He says, they shall not be able to separate me. You can't pull us apart. Even if I'm crazy enough to listen to you for a minute, but I'm coming back. I may have lost my mind for a second, and I may be filled with bitterness for no reason, but, but, but there, is, there is a God, there's a spirit, there's a grace, there's something holding me. You can't separate me, he said. Glory to God. That's why I tell people, if your child dies and you quit Jesus, you never met him. Huh? I see people, oh, okay, I'm starting with Muslims now. I say you were never a believer. Because you can't taste the fountain of living waters and find an imitation. All right. How many of you have acted crazy since you've been saved? You've, you've, you've done some crazy things. 
But, but, you see, some of you are raising both hands. You know, that, that, that's more like it, eh? But somehow, even while you were acting crazy, you knew. You knew that what you have, there is no imitation that can match it. Eh? You can bless me like him. You can feel me like him. You can heal me like him. You need to understand what I'm telling you. I'm not talking about a man of great faith. I'm talking about a savior who won't let me go. No matter what. I'm latched on. He said, they cannot separate me. I tell many of you, even those of you watching by video, you need to repent this morning. What do you need to repent of? Stop giving Satan the praise he doesn't deserve. Stop acting like God hasn't held you up. Stop fearing. Every little thing you think, oh, we're going down. We go. Who told you there is resurrection power? I told you I lost half of the church, and I thought something terrible has happened. God said, listen, I'm the one that drove them away so I can bless you. What are you talking about? If you, if, you, if, you, if you paid attention to what we read, I'm still trying to get back to what I came to preach, but I'm going to preach where I'm happy right now. If you go back a few verses, he said, now, who shall separate us? From the love of Christ. But then, when he started naming them, he didn't name Susie. Or, or Mary. Or, well, is, your, is your name Susie? This one you're trying to get me off of Susie. He didn't talk about Jack Daniels or... Hmm? All these people, eh? He didn't name any human being. He didn't name any situation. He said, shall tribulation. But yet, he said, who shall separate? But when he started talking about the who, he started naming tribulation. What is that telling you? That behind the attack is someone. That's a who. That's a demonic spirit. That's a principality. That's a power masking behind the scene. But the God who sees higher than all of them knows the who behind the attack. Hallelujah. I had an experience years ago. One day as I was studying the word of God, it was like my eyes opened. And for the first time, I knew that God loved me. I was ecstatic. 
I ran out of the room screaming. And I ran into a guy, and I told him, I just discovered that God loved me. And with this disdaining comment, he said, oh, you mean all this time you didn't know that God loved you? And I was amazed. I thought the guy would be excited or rejoice with me or something. And finally, I deduced, mm, had he had the experience I just had, he would have rejoiced with me, and he would have told me, get ready. Your life is about to change, because that's exactly what happened. Suddenly, my faith started working. The vagaries disappeared. The wonderings whether God loved me or not, or whether God is for me or not, or whether I'm going to fail or not, all of that went out of the window. I understood faith worked it by love. You must know that God loves you for your faith to be steady. Otherwise, circumstances will be knocking you around. Did you understand the power of the text? Who shall separate you? From the love of God. Who? Where are they going to get the power? Come on, you've had times when you thought you were separated. You were in rebellion. You were sinning. But you're still here. <laughs> he came and rescued you and set you right back on track and renewed your spirit. Isn't it time for you to give him credit? Isn't it time for you to stop listening to the devil? Isn't it time for you to stop allowing Satan to get any praise from your life? Amen. Ooh. We lifted this message from one of our communion services. I, I give such exhortations by the Holy Ghost. And we renew our covenant weekly at this church. I know many churches... They receive the Lord's Supper once a month. No, ours is every Sunday. Seven days is long enough for all distractions and all kinds of things to happen. We come back and renew our covenant every seven days. Every seven days. That's how we stay on track. Amen. Do you know God loves you? If not, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, that what you did for me will happen across the audience watching me. May their eyes open May they receive the same grace and release it by faith to them in the name of the Father, Son, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. Ooh, your own journey will begin. Call today, 770-994-3777. Call today. Give a testimony. Call today. Ask for prayer. Call today. Put a seed in the ground. Of course, you have all the facilities. You don't even need to call to serve a seat. You can go to the website. You can cash up. You can use Zelle. But put a seat in the ground to connect you with this glory and this grace called resurrection glory. Amen. Out of resurrection house for all nations where dead things come alive. What a way to begin another journey this week. We expect miracles in your life. Turnarounds, breakthroughs, changes. Amen. It's all yours by faith. It's all yours if you sow a seed and get in covenant with us. It's all yours if you believe. God bless you. <laughs> Can't wait to get to tomorrow.
We love you. We'll see you tomorrow.